You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. From the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's Crossroads After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Crossroads After Show. Better jam out. I love it, you guys. Welcome to an app show for CMT Crossroads with One Republic, who you're listening to right now, and Dirks Bentley, who also joined in on this song. I'm Whitney, one of your hosts, joined with. Hey, I'm Layla, guys. And we've got Marissa as well. What's up, everyone? So this, I think, is the first CMT Crossroads we have done here at AfterBuzz TV. Brand and we're new super, show. We're so super exciting. excited because why not talk about music, especially when they bring different genres and different artists together. I agree. So Dirk Spentley, country musician, and then you get One Republic, pop rock. Right, yeah. You would normally think that those two go together, but it was such an incredible episode. I loved it. And so they do this a lot on CMT. We've had like Carrie Underwood and Willie Nelson, Lady Antebellum and Stevie Nicks. So mm-hmm. they do this as kind of like a way to show you it's not just about country music in Nashville. They bring it all. And we were there to watch. <laughs> not in Nashville. We wish we were. But I like the nice collaboration because it brings two genres together, not just one specific genre. You can bring all these fans into the country kind of eye. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I mean, country music, I mean, a lot of people that aren't, like, that don't know it well, there's so many other genres that are in country music, like, where it started and where it came from, like, rock and roll, blues, soul. So, yeah, it's it's nice to kind of expose people to that. It's fun to watch, too. And you know what's so funny? And I remember them talking about it. You know, during CMT Crossroads, they kind of cut to the guys sitting there. They were in the station in Nashville. Yes. And did you guys know, actually, the first time they met, this is Dirks and Warner Republic, the first time they ever met was at rehearsal for this show. I didn't know that. Wow. Yes, which I, is kind of crazy. That is crazy because I know that they both started their careers in Nashville, and I would have thought they would have crossed paths somewhere on the That's music scene, so, even though they do different kinds of music. Yeah, and Ryan, the lead singer for One Republic, he actually said, I remember when you got signed back in 2003, mm-hmm. Remember, yeah. mm-hmm. which is kind of cool because, you know, artists follow each other. But interesting fact about Dirk Bentley and the CMT Crossroads. CMT had approached him a bunch to do the show. But he was like, you know what? I'm going to hold out until there's someone I actually really want to do it with. Mm-hmm. And when they said One Republic, he's like, well, yeah, I'm a huge fan. And so then they meet for rehearsal and they crank out this awesome show. And, I, yeah, I loved how they said, you know, when Dirks started out in 2003. And it just made me think of his first single, that What Was I Thinking? And that was 2003. And I was like, wow, it's been that long already. It's crazy. Yeah, it's he's crazy. had tons of albums, lots of success. Both of them have. And when yeah. they come together and kind of share how they came to be what they are now, mm-hmm. it's it's fun to kind of look back. Mm-hmm. I like the whole setting of it. It's just at the bar, you know, just sitting back, drinking beers, talking about music and songwriting. I mean, I wanted to be there hanging out with them. I just know. Just kicking it, right? you know? <laughs> yeah. So fun. I can only imagine what everybody was thinking when they were listening. They kicked off the show with Good Life. Oh, Super yeah. popular song. Great everybody song. in the crowd was so excited. I mean, if you lived in Nashville, you can come out, turn out to all of these fun concerts. Why not, right? Exactly, yeah. And the crowd was super into it, too. I mean, that just seemed like such a fun performance. I loved it. 
I loved it. So let's talk a little bit about the performances since we saw some favorite songs that they performed for you guys. What do you think? What was my favorite? Yeah. I mean, Apologize. Yeah. It was so beautiful, mm-hmm. I thought. And um, Counting Stars, I just, I love that song. It's so like, fun. Such a fun, everyone sing along kind of song. And it's actually like one of my favorite songs on the radio now. I'll hear it in my car and mm-hmm. I'll just start like dancing. That's what I was telling, yeah, I told y'all earlier, on my way here, literally, that was the song that was playing. I was like, oh, I guess it means it's going to be a great it's show fine. tonight. <laughs> this is the one thing I thought was so interesting on the first couple of songs. Mm-hmm. So the first song was Good Life, but Dirks started it out. And then the second song, what did they play? I think they played his um, Up on, on the Ridge. Uh, up on the Ridge was the first yeah, one. Right. And Ryan started off on vocals. So yeah. it was weird that they switched, I thought. Kind of so it was like... Not his song, but he's going to start it off. Kind of cool because you really see the collaboration come through like that. Definitely. You can definitely tell they both respect each other, and they're both amazing songwriters. I mean, probably two of the best songwriters. Speaking of, we were talking about how good Ryan is. Ryan, come on. I I read a Billboard article today that said he made... $2.5 $2.5 million writing songs last year. And that he doesn't even know it because he doesn't look at his bank statement, but they actually call him the undercover king of pop on Billboard. Yeah, he's a little, like, secret songwriter. I mean, Adele, J-Lo, Kelly Clarkson. Beyonce. Beyonce. I mean, it's just crazy that he's written songs for that many people. For, like, everyone. Nobody knows. And, like, not only songs for those huge artists, but, like, they're hits. Mm-hmm. Like, Halo, Beyonce. Like, big songs, you know? It's crazy. Yeah, and that just goes to show his talent because those are different kind of genres, too. They're all in the kind of pop, but mm-hmm. they're, they're mm-hmm. different voices for female and male. And so just to show that talent that he can write to all those different demographics and then teaming up with Dirk Bentley, he's like a walk in the park for him. Yeah, it'd be interesting. I didn't see anything anywhere about him writing a country song yet but maybe now he will maybe <laughs> it'll be it'll go from collabing on cmt crossroads to actually collaborating on a song exactly and i loved their voices together especially when they harmonized in the performances because he yeah. ryan has such a high-pitched voice like he has a lot of vocal range and then dirks he's got that solid manly country voice mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. yeah and it was really cool to kind of hear the differences there yeah their harmonies were, were pretty amazing and i i really saw it on the song home yeah. That they sang. And um, was it the I Lived? That was mm-hmm. it. It was I Lived. And they were sitting, just sitting there with the acoustic guitars, just the two of them. That was wow. good. It was beautiful. That <laughs> was a good one. And it's fun, too, because throughout the performance, throughout this whole show, you've got those upbeat songs. You know, they're all, like, jamming, too. And they pull up. Then they pull out their cell phones and turn on the lights. <laughs> yeah. And it kind of slows down. But it does just show kind of how many, how many songs both of these acts have. I mean, it's crazy, their careers. Yeah, it is. It definitely is. And you just, I mean, I want them to write a song together. I want it to be on the radio. I want to hear it. <laughs> I love it. Wouldn't that be fun? It, it would be awesome. That would be the best. And they were talking, too, which is interesting, because we did talk about how they all kind of met in Nashville, mm-hmm. or how they started their careers in mm-hmm. Nashville. Because Ryan's from Oklahoma. That's where he started out in Nashville. Yeah. And he, he was saying he worked, I don't even remember. He said he was, like, mowing lawns or yeah. something for, like, $10 a, a lawn. And then Dirks, <laughs> which one of his songs right now is... Um, uh, what is that one? I Hold On, the one that he wrote about his dad. Oh, yeah. And he talked about how he came from Phoenix, Arizona, in that truck that he sings about with his dad all the way mm-hmm. to Nashville to kind of start his career. Yeah. But he did mention just kind of country music in general. Ryan was talking about more than any other genre. This is what he said. It's about something that truly matters to the human condition. And it's true because you hear the lyrics and you kind of, a lot of people can relate to those, you know. Yeah, they're universal lyrics. You know, I think any anyone anywhere can relate 
to a lot of the things they sing about in country. And, and it's not just trucks and beer. Such, no, yeah. it's not. But there's a lot of beer. <laughs> Why not? I love how Nashville itself, the, the, the city itself, is such an iconic thing. And it's such a launching platform for so many different people. Not just because mm-hmm. I didn't know Ryan started off in mm-hmm. Nashville, started his career. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was interesting. Mm-hmm. I loved how they touched upon that. But just it's not just them. It, it's other people like the actress Lucy Hale. She started in Nashville. Yeah, and there. we were just talking on our, the Nashville after show, Hayden Penetier. Like, Nashville's becoming a, a real a hub, home to all these celebrities and singers and artists. And that's amazing that they can, like, bring that together and link them in that way. And that's what we talked about in Nashville. I mean, just going. And, you know, if you walk down Broadway, you don't just hear country music. You're hearing all kinds of different genres. Exactly. And that's why it's like, people are like, oh, Nashville, home of country music. Yeah, but when you go, you're going to get so much more than that. It's not as country as people think it is anymore. It's become very, like, indie kind of rock and roll. And um, just the caliber of music and musicians you see when you're there is just mind-blowing. It's insane. Yeah. It's like L.A. to actors is Nashville to singers. Exactly. (laughs) So you're going to get a lot of good stuff out of that. Nashville is music city. This is true. Yep. (laughs) Think about it. My other favorite line or quote that Ryan said was that talking to Dirks, and they were just relating so well, you know, <laughs> talking about, like, their passion, what it is they do. But he was saying the point of what they do is to bring substance to what they create. Mm-hmm. And so they sit there and they write these songs, which is amazing to think about. If you remember the story when Dirk said he had his ten yes, songs. Yes, about that. Yeah. What did yeah. he say? He put he, it in he like said a... He said he put it in like a binder and like he was going around, here are my ten songs, here are my ten songs. And some guy was like... No, put it in a drawer. Next time you have 500 songs, then come and talk to me. And just then we'll like, write together. You, yeah, and then we'll write together because you just have to, like, constantly be writing. It's kind of funny, too, to hear someone who has been through, I don't know, seven to eight albums at this point. But for him to say the first, like, he sends these songs to someone and they're like, well, where's the chorus? And, mm-hmm. you know, all that stuff. And he's like, oh, man. Yeah. Saying, it don't it be takes too time. You don't know? be too attached to your songs either. Yeah. It's not just the writing, it's everything that goes in into it, the the music, the composition and all that. So I loved how he got that realization in his career that helps him become a better artist. And that is a fun story for anyone trying to become or who is a musician wanting to be found, you know, like mm-hmm. it takes time. You're not good right <laughs> out the start if Dirk Spitlin couldn't even write the right chorus right you know what i'm saying yeah. like that gives hope for the rest and then of ryan's us. story about how he would go out to nashville every summer and like stay on friends couches and then he went you know every year yeah. and then he finally made the move out there like you just have to be very persistent with anything you're passionate about and and assertive exactly. and then soon enough you'll have 2.5 million dollars in your <laughs> bank account and not even know it people no. that's how what it works could you imagine no. can we have careers <laughs> like that mm. no. <laughs> honestly they're all talented too because one Republic, that whole band, I mean, they played every instrument you can imagine. Yeah. I was in shock. I was like, this is amazing to watch. Like banjos, fiddles, I, I love that moment when they handed the banjo over and then he just played like it was nothing. Yeah. I'm <laughs> like, wow. And I, it actually made me think about it. Like, what was he like growing up? Like, what were these guys like? Did they just sit around and play on the piano? They're playing the banjo. Like, that takes so much dedication and time. Mm-hmm. And passion. I mean, so that's, that's where it all starts. It's just the passion and love for it exactly. to get that going and start your career. You're right, because you're constantly w- working on it and practicing. And, you know, if you want to sit home and, like, play instruments when your friends are out playing, then you're definitely, that's your love. Yep. So you you got to do that, though, you know? 
then you're happy. You gotta work it won't feel like it. work if, if it's something that you love. And that is obviously the truth for these guys because you see them performing and they are living it up there, you know? Mm-hmm. So the Crossroads show, there's so many great like past episodes. Who would you love to see do a Crossroads? Mm. That's a fun <laughs> one. Uh, there's so many. See, I my favorite artist is Carrie. So she's already done it. But if I had to pick someone new, let's mm. think about this. Yeah, because my favorite artist is Martina McBride, and she's done it twice. So, so they pull out the, gotta the big switch guns. Switch things up a bit. Gosh. Mm. Do you know mm. yours? I mean, I love Miranda Lambert. So I love, like, Miranda. and Get some sass. Who would you pair with? Gosh, that's hard. <laughs> I feel like it's got to be, like, I would... I would want to pair her with, like, someone very rock and roll. But I have to think about this. Maybe, like, yeah. yeah, That's a good question. (laughs) I would even, I would love to see, like, or then if you go the whole other side, like, someone pop. Like, who would they pair Beyonce with? What country artist would they pair? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that would be so interesting because she's huge. That would be great, though. It'd have to be a girl. I feel like, um, yes, it would have to be a girl. Would be and I almost think Miranda could be cool to pull that With off. Beyonce, I, could I see really think it'd be kind of a diva. She's like the country diva. Yeah. You know, so you know what I would love? Yes. I thought of one. Okay. I know boys to men don't really. I mean, they're <laughs> awesome. Have them acapella with a uh, little big town. Ooh. Oh my god. Talk that would about be amazing. some amazing harmonies I mean, right there. I love little big town. That would be awesome. That like, would be amazing. all of them That's acapella? Cool. How freaking amazing would that CMT, be? CMT, I hope you're listening. <laughs> yeah, yeah, CMT, we've got ideas. We can write the show for you. Just bring us. Get bring the boys to men back together and do it. Yes. It is such a cool concept. So it really, like, it gets your mind thinking, who would you want? Yeah. And you guys should tell us, too. What? Who are your ideas for a CMT Crossroads? So we can, we'll get that to CMT for you, promise. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, tweet us. Let us yeah. know. I love it. That's so fun. So what else do they talk about during the show? What uh, let's see the other other. Um, well, how about the U two song they did at the close of the show? Yeah, that was an interesting one. The pride and the name of love. Yeah, I I mean, I don't know. That wasn't my favorite part of the show. Yeah, I'm not gonna be honest. To I, close, I, it. I will be honest. Yeah, me. but yeah, it just was. It was it was interesting to hear it. I guess they were both U two fans, and they were talking about when they first heard that record, and they decided to do that song. But um, it comes full circle because actually. Ryan will be writing stuff for you two now. So isn't that kind of funny? It is funny. It's like all the artists that you look up to, and then it almost becomes a shift where it's like we look up to each other. We respect each other, you know? Well, there's a great story about that. With It's not country, but it's um, Dave Roll mm-hmm. from the Food Fighters and the Beatles now, or Paul McCartney. That Those two are such good friends, and they work on yeah. music all the time together. And he said, I wouldn't be here right now if it wasn't for the Beatles. They're the ones that made me want to do music, which is amazing i'm sure that's true for a lot of people yeah and then to be working with them it's just got to be like such a crazy full circle experience speaking of dave Grohl, did you hear dirks make the joke where he was like the dave Grohl fantasy band back here no. <laughs> i was like that is hilarious no, I love so it. i was like oh. they just they just had fun with each other and to think literally they met the day before in rehearsal or something you yeah, know you think that you like you think that they've been friends for so many years they yeah. just blended so well together that's yeah. a cool thing i mean they both doing something that you love and you have that to connect on like how easy it must be and both yeah. they used to live in the same town so i'm sure they had stories about like oh i know this person yeah you know so it's all interconnected yeah, yeah. and i feel industry. like their demographics the same i, I know one's mm. pop one's country but 
the the age of the demographic. Yeah. You had the young male audience who would like both of them, and it's in the same kind of vocal range, too. So I feel like it'd be the same audience for throughout the board. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. And they sat there when they were talking, and they talked kind of about how their life experiences helped them write these songs. You know, you hear Dirks talking about his dad passing mm-hmm. away. Two, um, two years before the album, mm-hmm. yeah. like when he had just well, started, and then two years later, his son's born. Right. So, so it's sweet. like you pull off of all of those things to write these songs, and he does mention how Riser, his latest album, is kind of the most vulnerable and different from the, the rest of them. Mm-hmm. Then you have Ryan talking about his, his experiences. Yeah, with his kids and mm-hmm. his, like the song he wrote for his, his kid. And like, yeah, yeah it was crazy, you, right? Yeah, it was crazy. I mean, you pull from, like you're saying, you pull from life experiences, and I think that as an artist, when you do that and you're making an album, you put so much of you into it that it's, I, I don't understand how you wouldn't have attachment to your, your songs or how you just ha- let, like, let them go yeah. and not really uh, worry about them and think about them that much. So. I know. He, he literally hand wrote a letter to his child yeah. and it became a song. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. And that's what makes it more personal and more emotional. Because we see that great songs come from real-life experiences, and then we add it more personal. Mm-hmm. It just, I don't know, it ups the ante and makes it even greater in that sense. And so much more relatable for all of us yeah. when we're listening, you know? And you and you can feel it and sense it when someone has, like, that's actually happened to them. It's not like someone just wrote a song for you and you're singing it. It's like, this is part of my life. You know, it's part of me. You're living it every time you sing it. Exactly. And you see those guys doing that. Yep. What a show, honestly. Yeah. So good. What good. else happened? Let's see. I feel I wrote down so much stuff. So Betty, what, what was your favorite performance? Mine? Yeah. Okay, I had two. Because okay. I had to pick a Dirk song and I had to pick a One Republic song. <laughs> My Dirk's song was, um, was what was it? <laughs> I Hold On. It's just like, it's his latest. It's a big, mm-hmm. it's, I think it just actually hit number one, if I'm correct, on the Billboard Country Airplay charts and Media Base. So yeah, that was some a, news there, you guys. <laughs> number one, congrats to congrats. Dirk Bentley for that. But I love it. I just think also knowing the backstory to it, which we had just talked about, that was my favorite for that one. And then One Republic, it was Counting Stars. It was just so fun. That was so fun. I loved it. And w- that was the song where Dirk just starts singing, right? And then later you hear Ryan on the piano come in. Yeah, uh, was that 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 was apologize. Apologize. So I loved them all. And and what I was gonna say, apologize is my favorite song because that's my favorite One Republic song. And but I loved just the overall talent in this performance. We get we started with guitar and vocals, and then we get Mm -hmm. piano as well, and and then mixed both of their amazing voices together. It was just overall talented and I love listening to it and we've heard different versions of One Republic acoustic pop mm-hmm. version and then to add a more countryside mm-hmm. to it makes me love this version mm-hmm. even more I was just I was thinking the same thing when, when I listened to that song it was just yeah. so cool to hear like Derek sing it like and hear such a different twist on it yeah, that's what I was going to say. Their take cool. on the songs. And when you hear kind of if you were singing along to it on the radio, but when Dirk sings a one pop song, he adds some some differences in mm-hmm. it, you know, just to see their take on someone else's song is kind of fun. To and uh, yeah, oh, oh sorry. No, sorry yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, I love how um during the segment when they were opening up this number, Ryan was uh Ryan was originally going to start the song, but then he gave it to Dirk. He's like, no, you do it. You do your own thing, and then I'll come in later. And so it's giving his own song to another artist right. in that yeah. way. I, I was mad respect. You see that a lot. That's awesome. You see that a lot with in this show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um, I did like Ryan's um, 
when he was talking about wanting songs that connect, right? Connect to everything in your life, family, whatever. <laughs> but then he made the <laughs> little comment. Yeah, the comment about tension and release. You want tension and release <laughs> everywhere. And Dirk's literally just cracked up because he had just talked about sex. And you want to connect, right? He said yeah. family, friends, sex. Yeah. And then he's like, tension and release. He said, tension he, and I think release. he even said in bed. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> so funny. Like they died. So those were just boys being boys, I guess, uh, chilling, yeah. oh, talking yeah. about music. And Definitely. What else goes on? Behind tension and release. Tension oh, and release. So funny. Hashtag tension and release. <laughs> Thank you, Ryan Tedder. <laughs> good stuff. Such a good writer, that one. <laughs> hey, yeah. He's got it even when he's talking. Yeah. Uh, overall, amazing show. Yeah, it was great. Do you have other stuff to add about it, you guys? I, you know, I, I just love Crossroads, and I wish they had more on a more regular basis. And, but I, mean, I kind of do love the fact that they are so spread out. So by the time you get it, it's such a special thing. It's like you have to like mm-hmm. sit down, schedule it in your calendar and whatnot. It's something you have to watch. Which is and what you do, you know? They, and they need more of them. Yeah, they need. They definitely need more of them. And I think it's kind of cool how they like wait for the pairings. Like they don't like have a set schedule of like mm-hmm. this person and this person. Um, but they <clears throat> and they give the artists the choice too. It's like, you know, here we're gonna we want you to do CMT Crossroads. Who would you like to do it with? Yeah, and they mm-hmm. see if they can do that, and they wait to do it with someone they actually really want to do it with, who they respect, that sort of thing. And it's fun to see it. It's fun to see that. Yeah, and I just got to thank Martina McBride's version. <laughs> she she did it first with Pat Benatar, which was freaking phenomenal. Yeah. But then like years later, they asked her to do it again, and she always wanted to do it with Train and Pat Monahan and. And Train was a big fan of Martina, too. So, like, those collaborations just work out, and I love it when that happens with other artists as well. Oh, I lied. You know who Beyonce should do it with? Ooh-hoo. Dolly Parton. Ooh. Oh, right? That's a good one. How cool would that be? <laughs> That'd be cool. That would just be like, I mean, <laughs> can't miss that. What are they, awesome. uh, Jolene? Like, what yeah. if, can you imagine them Wouldn't doing that, that song? Oh, my gosh. Uh, <laughs> they would rock They need to get Dolly up so there. So hard. Yeah, you this. <laughs> one day, you guys. We've got such great ideas. <laughs> well, I do have some news of what's coming up with people. With all- After Buzz TV News. So, I already mentioned... Dirks's number one song now from his album Riser, I Hold On, which that has to mean a lot to him, knowing that it's so personal. So congrats, number one. Also, he will be gearing up to perform at CMA Fest this June in Nashville, so there's lots of people lined up for those at LP Field. And then he also will kick off his Riser tour May 9th, and he is joined with Chris Young. Uh, Chase Rice and John Party. So it's kind of like a all-boys kind of tour. The boys tour. Ah, yeah. That'd be fun. Right? And then you got One Republic. And they are actually going to have their native summer tour kicking off this summer with the script. Mm-hmm. And also joining on is American Authors. They're going out with them mm-hmm. as well. So, lots of good stuff to look forward to. And I'm thinking we should get tickets to go see their tours. I, I agree. Go see their shows, I agree. Right? I, I agree. agree. That's about all I have, though. I want them yeah. to do a tour together. Wouldn't that be fun? Who knows? Maybe if they end up in the same city, you know, like when people stop by, like Nellie would stop by for Florida Georgia Line occasionally. Yeah. 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 We'll have Dirk stop by for One Republic. Yeah. Isn't it so funny? I was thinking too, like, uh, One Republic, such pop songs, Dirk, such country songs, but 
how many different genres of songs can become other genres of songs? Like, yeah, one republic. crossover. Yeah, crossover. so it's it's cool. Or they need more artists to have crossover songs. It's happening. Like, it makes me think back in I believe it was like 2004, Tim McGraw and Nelly, when oh, they yeah. had that over and over <laughs> again. That song just like they need more songs like that. I, I think it's happening. I think that's the new trend, you guys. I think yeah. so too. I mean, I think the most recent ones like Reba and. Kelly Clarkson, they they've been teaming up in well, the past few mm-hmm. Mother-in-law, right? Few years, yeah. Seriously, <laughs> grandma to be. Keep it in the family. There. Keep it in the family. So lots of good stuff. Looking forward to the next CMT Crossroads, whenever that may be. Yeah. So thanks for joining us tonight for our first one. Yay! So we exciting. talk music, we talk artists. It was lots of fun. Where can they find you guys on social media? Um, you can find me on Twitter or Facebook at Layla Sadney. And you can follow me on Twitter and on Instagram at Serafini TV. I am on Twitter at Whitney Lane Fern and my website, Whitney-Lane.com. We will see you next time. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, see you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.